Authentic Life Radio, episode number 45. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. I almost forgot how to do this. That's not good. Well, apparently I did because this is take two. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that was authentic. <laughs> oh, we left the studio speakers on. We got a big loud noise. Cliff came. Didn't you get my text? No, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. And um, then you... And then, then I Then he with- left... And you stuck your tongue out, and then he saw it. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess he now has eyes in the back of his head. No, he as I do. <laughs> no, he left. The, I know he was, he was looking, looking. He was looking through. back, and he saw it through the crack in the door. <laughs> that was really funny. That was funny. Sometimes he can be funny. Yes. Sometimes he can. And um, he came to our rescue. He did. So that was very nice. Thank you, Cliff. Thank you for helping. And um, so. It's been, it feels like it's been forever for me since we recorded. It has. It's been a while. Because normally, even when you and I don't record, um, Cliff and I will still do Family from the Heart, but he was out of town last week. So really, I have not recorded a podcast in in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And that feels very weird to me. Yeah, it feels feels different to get in front of a microphone again and to sit here and talk. But I'm glad we're doing it. I'm glad that we're here. It takes me a little bit of time to feel comfortable, actually, yeah. to do that, which is might be weird to hear for people that think that I love to talk. I don't necessarily know if I really love to authentically talk about myself. Right. It's really, um, I'm getting there to to share my heart and to share who I am. And God's teaching me that it's okay to just to put myself out there and um, if you like it you like it if you don't you don't and that's okay so I was getting more comfortable I've taken a couple weeks off and now I'm like oh gracious I've got this silver thing sticking right here and (laughs) and I've got to talk about myself again and so okay I'm gonna do it so it's just funny to, to think about doing that again but I'm glad we're here doing I am too. I am too. And um, apparently some people um, really like that we come and authentically talk about our lives because we've been nominated for um, a podcast award. Yeah, that was Sarah's like, what are podcast awards? Well, of course, Sarah's like, what are podcast awards? Because I don't even know much about any of this technology. But yeah, yeah, that was that's really incredible. So we are um, we are in the entertainment category with one, two, three, four, five, six seven eight nine other so i guess there are 10 total so with nine other um podcasts that were that we're up against and um yeah that's exciting it is exciting and it's still it's still a little weird for me because i just come and i do what i do and and i forget that sometimes now i know when i'm here and and when i'm speaking and when i'm sharing my heart i know 
that that is intended for people to listen to. I was going to say, I can't believe people actually are, that people are actually listening. Yeah. Right. So I, I know that when I come here and when I sit here, but when I walk back out of that office door and, you know, people are screaming, mommy, I want, or mommy, I need, or mommy, get me this. I forget right. that there are people who are listening to a message that I'm sharing. Right. And, um, and, and so I think, I think I find it humbling. Yes. <laughs> Honestly. It's very cool. So we appreciate that. And we are so grateful. And if you want to vote for us and to win that award, we would be even more humble, uh, humble to accept that but you can do that um, you can go to podcastawards.com and you can vote once a day starting tomorrow which tomorrow for us is November, November 1st, 1st. Um, this is by the way happy Halloween thank we'll you. talk about that here in we just will. a little bit but um, but starting November 1st you can vote once a day at podcastawards.com it's un- we are underneath the entertainment section we are and because they're alphabetical we're at the top of the list <laughs> yeah you said we're at the top of the list and you said oh it's alphabetical i said no it's because we're number one because we're number one that's right <laughs> so anyways we would uh that's just incredible so um i understand when people get up there and accept those awards at the academy i just <laughs> i just am so grateful to just be nominated that's right and i firmly feel that way now i was like whatever whatever and now i know what they're meaning <laughs> I just feel so good to be nominated. So it's nominated. Awesome. It's incredible. So can you believe that tomorrow is November 1st? Like, no, I cannot. I honestly, I honestly can tell you 2012 has been the fastest year of my life. Mm -hmm. And I totally get when people, you know, when I was younger, they were like, you would hear people that were older than you, an adult, Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're a child, anybody that they're old, yeah, anybody that's in their in their 20s now that we're their age we're like they're young (laughs) absolutely but it's like um you would think that they would say as you get older it just Mm -hmm. time flies it gets quick right goes quickly and everything and it's so true like i'm so busy all the time that i don't you don't get a lot of time to just slow down and to think about what's going on around you so you're just doing and doing and doing and so it just it just flies right by. by and so um i cannot believe that it's november 1st that today is Halloween, that, you know, just all of those things that come along with just the holidays that, that mm-hmm. you know, today really does, you know. Today marks the beginning of the holiday season, I think. Kind you of. Know? I mean, people are just kind of starting to gear that way. Yeah. I walked into Luke, I had to get Luke strep tested today, which thank goodness is negative. But I walked Very into good. Walgreens and um, they're putting up their Christmas trees. Now, yeah. Walgreens, when Walgreens does it, because everybody else around Oh, they, they've, they've had their stuff. Walmart, and they've had their stuff. Up forever. Yeah. I mean, Hobby Lobby, I think we talked about it, it was putting their stuff up in July. Right. Okay. I which, I like, which I like Hobby Lobby. There's nothing against Hobby Lobby, but I, I don't like that. But when Walgreens, for me, I don't know what it is about Walgreens. <laughs> when Walgreens does it, it's for real. It's for real, people. For real. I have to tell you, though, when I walked into Walmart, um, into their lawn and garden, um, a few weeks ago and they I got assaulted by jingle bells. I really wanted to hurt someone. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. You were you were ready to assault people with jingle I, bells? I was. No, they assaulted me with jingle no, bells. That's what I mean, but you're ready right. to throw the jingle bells yes, at them? Absolutely. I was. I was ready to retaliate. Oh, that's that's hilarious. It would not have been pretty. And I don't and this is this is I don't know I could be 
this is actually a very weird thing that I just realized about me, about myself. I love, I don't even know, and who knows if, in what parts of the country this would be true of. I don't know how many people have Walgreens in there. Okay. Around their parts of the, around those parts of the country. But in in Kentucky, Walgreens is a drugstore. Yes, it okay. is. And they have windows all around the top of their store. They put Christmas trees at the top of their store and they light it with white lights. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that. <laughs> at nighttime when the Walgreens is all lit up <laughs> with the white lights, it's so festive to me. And I just, I get all, um, it just makes me glow and smile. For some reason, Walgreens Makes me happy. Walgreens makes you happy. You know what? There is no shame in that, Sarah. <laughs> there is. I not I, at all. I don't know. I don't know. I it just does. Yeah. I I I don't. I just and you can see the big huge smile. On I my can. Face. It's hilarious. She's blushing. She's smiling. <laughs> she's laughing at herself. It, it's fantastic. But so I walk in today and I saw the little Christmas trees and I was like, oh. <laughs> And I was got all. I tried not to get giddy, and I'm being serious. I tried not to get giddy, but it was just so precious. But here's the other thing: I'm really excited this year about Thanksgiving, and you right. know this about me. I do. I'm hosting Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day for Andy's family, and I have been putting things together to have my dream Thanksgiving because um, I I've always wanted to have. Um, candles lit on Thanksgiving with pumpkins and all kinds of things. And I have, I'm doing that this year. So I am really excited about hosting Thanksgiving this year. And this will be the first time that I'm doing it all by myself. And so I'm not trying to rush Christmas. So don't, Mm-mm. so don't mistake that. Right. Um, but I, but the but the trees and the Walgreens thing just did something for me. It it clicked. It's it's time. It's just time for the festivities. Well, I think we and said a few weeks ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is fall. We had some beautiful fall weather. Oh, we did. Um, and and now it is time to enjoy the holidays of of the season. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about yeah. Minus today. I could I could really do without today. I don't like to I'm not I'm not into that much today meaning Halloween, Halloween either. But someone in my family is. <laughs> now, why don't you talk about how what you all okay. are doing and then I'll talk so, about for many years. Now, I've never liked Halloween. I didn't like Halloween as a kid. Um, it caused a lot of, of strife between, you know, my parents were divorced and okay. it was, um, I still hear stories from an adult who was present in my life as a child who still tells stories about this one Halloween and how their whole night was messed up. And I'm just like, okay, but that wasn't on me. <laughs> I was a kid. Okay. Can we stop talking about it now? Mm-hmm. I'm 34. <laughs> Move on, man, <laughs> woman. Anyway, so um, so it was never it was never a pleasant time for me as a kid, mm. and it was never something that I wanted to do with my kids. I remember one year, um, and when it was just Megan, we were successful. The first, like, I don't, we didn't take her out her first Halloween, okay. um, which she would have been almost a year old. Um, we did buy her the cutest little honey bee. Um, the uh, honey pot, Winnie the Pooh honey pot. And um, the costume was so heavy that she got a black eye because she <laughs> fell over into the cow. 
Oh, hilarious. Of course, that kid was clumsy. She had black eyes all the time. Poor thing. We have like a whole six months straight where every picture we took of her, she had one of her eyes was black and blue. <laughs> Funny. Um, but then once Matthew came, one year for Halloween, Cliff and I were actually um, out of town. We went on a trip and my in-laws took the kids trick-or-treating and that started this whole trick-or-treating with the kids. Okay. Um, which we participated in until last year. Now, this is something that they, I mean, they liked it the first couple of times. And then um, once Megan started to get older and we were telling her that um, in everyday life, we're telling her, don't talk to strangers, you know, don't do this. And she's like, so why do you dress me up once a year and make me go knock on strangers doors and ask them for candy? Like, I don't get it that's the type of child Megan is. Those are the types of questions that she will ask. And um, so that just got me to think, I don't know why I do it. I do it because people forced me to do it. I do it because... Um, that's what our culture that's says. That's what our culture says Tradition. we're supposed to do. That's, you know, we're invited to go somewhere um, to, to family's house for dinner on Halloween and then you trick or treat with their with their kids. That That's what we did for, for many years. And um, last year... They didn't want to trick or treat, um, which I was perfectly fine with. It was their idea. They brought it up. Let's not go out tonight or let's not go out this week. Let's make a plan. Okay, well, what do you guys want to do? Let's rent a movie and let's buy our favorite candy. And so last year we watched um, Captain America and everybody had their favorite candy. I love that movie. So does Megan. Uh, Captain America is Megan's favorite um, superhero. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because he's a great superhero. It's because he looks pretty good in tights. <laughs> he does the, the joys of having a teenage daughter. <laughs> Superheroes are not judged by how well they look in tights. <laughs> so, um, so last year we did not, um, we didn't go out. And then for the last few weeks, Megan's talking about, you know, wanting to go through the neighborhood with her friends. But even now she's like, she's, I said, Megan, I asked her this morning, did you still, are you still going out with your friends? And she goes, no, can I take a nap? And I'm like, um, no. But, uh, so McKenna wants to get a movie and my mother-in-law dropped off some, some candy and, um, I'm trying to tell my brain that that whole big bag of marshmallows is not for me, but, um, she dropped off a bag of marshmallows and, and some candy mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I need to do something with those marshmallows before I eat the whole bag. Luckily for me, they're orange and vanilla flavored. So in my brain, it, it, they're not real marshmallows. Yeah. And um, so I will not eat them as I would if they were just right. regular um, marshmallows. But that is, that's kind of how our Halloween has gone. We, it's not something that I like. Mm -hmm. I never have. And I love that my kids are at a place where they don't really... Mm -hmm. they don't really want to do it anymore either. Mm -hmm. Now you have someone in your house who was pretty insistent on it. Yes, Lydia um, is totally, totally into it. Now Luke could, could do without it. Last year, well, we've kind of given them the choices of kind of what they want to do and how they want to do it. Do they want to dress up? How, you know, we just leave it up to them. Okay. For me, um, now there are people, and I don't know, again, to me, it cracks me up just the different ways that people do things around the country. I've only grown up in this, this kind of this region, mm -hmm. but I would assume that 
I don't know how important Halloween is in different places, but in our region, people go all out. Yeah. Like, like decorating their homes and, and craziness. There's a house up the street from me. They pull out these big fuzzy icky spiders and put them and put them all over their house. house. We, we have to drive through our neighborhood a different way because they freak me out. Right. (laughs) Now, I mean, I put pumpkins, like I don't carve them. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Although Lydia and I, she wanted to carve a pumpkin to um, get all the seeds out and to okay. look inside of it. And I, you know, I let her do that. And um, she wanted, you know, just to play in it and stuff like that. And I know that they're like, we go to the pumpkin patch. You talk, you've talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, and so we have traditions like that. I like to put out mums. I, I like fall. Fall. Um, and I, we, I love to decorate my house in fall. I don't do Halloween. It's just not it's not something that I enjoy. There are different people that enjoy it. That's perfectly right. fine. It's just not something that I enjoy to do. But um, but Lydia has already informed me. She's like, Mom, when I get older, I'm decorating in Halloween. You're not very much fun. I said, that's fine, Lydia. I said, that's fine. When you get your house, you can decorate it however you, you want. You can do your house however you want to do it. That's perfectly fine, but that's not what I want to do. And she was like, well, you're just boring. Right. I said, that's fine. That's fine. That sounds exactly like a conversation that Megan and I had over my house, but a completely different topic. Oh, really? I want to paint in a neutral color. I I want to change my Mm -hmm. paint. She's like, but I don't want this whole house to be one color and let it all be boring. I'm like, well, here's the thing. It's my house. (laughs) Yes. Get your own dang house, kid. (laughs) Leave me alone. Go ahead. So, yes, Lydia. you're boring. Yeah. According, because I decorate in fall and she wants Halloween. Um, (laughs) But but with regarding to, with regard to, to how she wants to, how they want to celebrate, you know, I just kind of leave it up to them. There are years that we've gone to um, the church we've attended and, you know, they've wanted, had a celebration there because they've had inflatables and a trick-or-treat trail and that kind of thing. And they've done that or they've gone out into the neighborhood and and trick-or-treat. They've had it last year. They went with their friends and they went around their neighborhood and and were trick-or-treating. So this year... um, she wants, and I really do want to say this. I I have been praying, and I will continue to pray for the East Coast. Yes, and um, I am so sorry for the devastation that has happened there, and um, firmly believe that um, God will work good in it. And I'm just really, really sorry for the devastation that's happened there, um, and can't and I can't fathom how difficult all of that is out there. And so, while I'm making light of of this, right. I don't want you all to think that um, I'm making light of this situation but because of that storm um it's cold here it's cold here and um so i I don't want to like think that this is like the worst thing that could happen because it's not um so if you're listening to this out there i just want you to know that i know how blessed we are here to just have cold but it's cold here (laughs) and i so i told lydia i was like um lydia it's really cold um it's like going to be in the 30s basically here tonight um why don't we do something different because she's like insistent on going trick-or-treating this past friday um ladies and girl scouts and um and so so i 
so she went she the the girl scouts went to a halloween dance all, the, all her her girl scout troop she got to dress up in her outfit there which i want to tell a story about her outfit here mm-hmm. in just a second but um she's dressed up as a beautiful princess and so she has this beautiful long dress and that she's she bought a month ago like this is how into halloween she she went searching for this perfect outfit like i probably actually a month and a half ago and um and so i fixed her hair i did everything on friday night she went to this thing this this um, dance had a great time so she's already gotten to dress up once today at school they get to dress up in their outfit um, their costume today and they get to go around our little town and get to go on this little trick-or-treat trail and then they get to have a a fall harvest party is what they call Mm -hmm. them and that is um, today at school and then I told her tonight, if you don't want to go trick-or-treating, because it will be chilly tonight and we don't have to go around to everybody's house, we'll take you to your favorite restaurant and we'll take you to Orange Leaf to get yogurt and I'll even buy you some favorite candy because honestly, Lydia doesn't even like candy. Right. Hello? What's the point? point? And and then you don't have to like go out in the cold. And she's like, no, mom, I really want to go trick-or-treating. I'm like, why? And she said, because it's fun to just go outside and to knock on people's doors. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> okay Lydia yeah. whatever I think two years ago um I think it was because last year we didn't trick-or-treat at all um two years ago after trick-or-treat we put all of our candy down the garbage disposal. I'm being serious like we don't eat okay and here's the other thing nobody in our family likes candy but me so I'm gonna be the one tempted by it right I'm like it doesn't make any yeah. sense it just is awful that I'm, we're gonna go out in the cold Again, no, I, I know it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I totally get that and I totally understand it. But, and we're going to bring in candy that's not, she doesn't even want, that's going to tempt me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. So, about the costume, you're going to so appreciate this. Okay. Okay. There was this like this medallion thing in the center of her, of her beautiful long goes down to the floor dress okay it's like velvet it's so pretty she looks so pretty and it's just Lydia while other people want to like other girls are dressing up and like one of her friends is a um is a princess zombie and um (laughs) (laughs) you should have seen all these different I mean like Lydia's the I mean she still has this this little girl mentality to her I'm gonna let her keep that for as long as she wants to but anyways there was this medallion thing that like the part of it um the bottom part of it, the the seam popped off. Okay. Well, Andy said he would sew it back on. Well, I got it out this morning and I was like, oh no, it wasn't sewn on. Okay. So I was like, what am I going to do? Because I don't sew, right? No, I don't I sew. All right. All right. So here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fix this medallion thing and I'm going to get it on there for my daughter because I'm going to teach her that. I mean, if you if you put your mind to it and you want to do something, you can do it. Because last night, that's right. Yesterday, we went shopping for a side table for her room. Yes, I've been putting together her room. And um, normally, I just have Andy put together these things. Well, I was like, well, dang it! If he wasn't here, who's going to put it together? I put that side table together yesterday, and she saw me put it together. I was like, because I can't figure things out in my head. I really can't. They totally confuse me. I don't know how they say things are so simple to put together, and then they're really not. Right. But this one was. Okay, okay. so, well, kind of. I mean, <laughs> kind of. There's so many times I wanted to throw that stupid side table out the window, but I did it. I did it. Good okay. for you. Mostly by myself. Mostly. Mostly. Mostly by myself. Okay. 
Okay. I did ask a couple times for some help, but I did it. Okay. Okay. So I, with that in mind, I was like, I will get this medallion together. I mean, I will, I will get it on there. So my first thought was I'll get a safety pin (laughs) and I'll like pin it on there. Mm -hmm. Well, the safety pin that I had was not long enough. Okay. Okay. So I was like, I'll get the, the sewing box thing that I have and I'll, and I'll sew it. I did take home ec. It was in eighth grade. And I put together a, um, I had to learn how to sew on a button, mm-hmm. first of all. And then the second thing I had to do was I had to sew together a a pillow. So I, you know, in eighth grade, I did know how to sew. So I was like, I will learn. I, I can remember. I can do it. You're a smart girl, Sarah. That's These are the things that are going on in my head. And I'm just building myself up. I can do it. I can do it. So I'm trying to put the the thread through the eye of the needle. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there doing it. And, I, and I'm... I'm working and I'm working and I'm working. I don't know. I probably spent probably at least five minutes trying to get that thread through the needle and I'm just getting more and more frustrated. And I'm just like, I, I, I mean, I, my blood pressure is rising. <laughs> Lydia's like, mom, what's going on here? What's going on? I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. And then I look down in my sewing box and there's this, there's the glue gun. And I'm like, screw it. And I got my glue gun on and I super and I hot glued that dumb medallion on the dress and I was like, I fixed it. Which was the main goal Correct. of the day. I did. I fixed I fixed the dress. It may not have been it may not have been in a very traditional way. That's hilarious. I but love it. The medallion is fixed. It is on the dress. And you know what? It works. It works. I, I I absolutely love that. Thank you. You're welcome. I do. McKenna wants me to change the buttons on her winter coat. Maybe I'll hot glue them on there. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think that would work. Probably not. But you know, I was just like, I'm I'm going to do it. Good. My first instinct was to rip the dang medallion off. Ah. You know, but then I was like, no, I'm going to do it. So, I mean... I went through several steps and made it work, didn't I? You did. Um, yeah. <laughs> you did. I'm going to rip it off. <sighs> oh, my goodness. So, um, this month marks um, a big a big milestone for me. Yes, it does. Um, my daughter's turning 13. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> Should I should I sing a happy song? A, I haven't decided yet. A death dirge. What do you want me to do? I, don't, I really I haven't decided yet. Dun, dun. Yeah, um, it, it could change at any moment. Um, this is so weird for me though because, mm-hmm. in honestly, I have thought of her as a teenager for quite some time. Yes, now. you have. I mean, I have to admit that that I have. Um, she acts like one. She treats me like one (laughs) you know um her behavior towards me is that of a teenager's behavior towards her mom um one minute we're friends the next minute we're enemies although she's very well she she knows i'm not her friend i'm her mom we can we can laugh we can have a good time together but um this is not the time for me to be her friend Mm -hmm. and um but there are there are this is the one thing that like really stops me. I can, I'm 34, big deal. Actually, I love being in my 30s. I really do. I've been married 16 years. I've been, you know, all of these things 
But the thing that really stops me is that I have, I have a 13 year old daughter. Really? Or will have in 24 days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, that, that just really, um, that really makes me feel a lot older than, than I feel when I'm not thinking about it. Mm. You know, cause you're only old as you feel. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what Megan tells me. <laughs> Great. I feel 13. <laughs> not true 13 going on 30 <laughs> my uh my <clears throat> parts of my body really show my age especially now that it's cold mm-hmm. but um yeah so we're planning her party and um and i just realized and it's it's supposed to be like outside bonfire type of thing um that we're going to do at my parents house my parents live um on a farm so there's lots of room to roam and then come back to the fire when it's cold and um which if i mean we we chose the party like 2 weeks before her actual birthday so in the hopes that it wouldn't be as cold as it would be by the end of november guess what (laughs) right now it's as cold as it would be by the end of november um and she wants to do like a mystery um so now she wants me to write a mystery and to do all this stuff and i'm like can't you just like come and have a good time and you know we'll like hide the ingredients to s'mores or something no that that's not that's not cool enough so um planning this party and then yesterday i realized that i should probably have a backup plan because if it's really windy like my parents live on a farm surrounded by trees if it's really windy my dad is not going to build a fire he's not Mm -hmm. so then what i mean then what am i going to do then i'm going to have all of these girls and no fire no fire except for the one that they're lighting me (laughs) (laughs) so um so I'm, i'm planning a party but now I feel like I need to plan a backup party also. And um, and the whole time I just can't quite get over the fact that Megan's going to be 13. Mm-hmm. It's, that is crazy. I mean, it, it's really, it's, <laughs> it sounds pathetic. It's really hitting me hard. And, and, I, and like I said, I, I've considered her a teenager for quite some time. I wonder if that was your way of preparing yourself for this day. but you're still not really that maybe but i'm really i'm really i'm finding that i'm really not prepared at all um it is it is there's only five there's only five years left Mm -hmm. you know um of of character building and um influence yeah and this is kind of where and these are the years where she could care less what I think, you know. Um, I don't think that that's I, true. I don't either. Their behavior says that. But yes, they still they still want and need yes. us in their lives. Because Luke's 12 and starting to move into that. It's mm-hmm. like, though, where they are exerting independence. They need to exert independence yeah. because this is where that starts. You know, this is where that, where they start needing to become their own individuals absolutely um but they still need our guidance and it's kind of where we are as parents at least where i think where at least where i am is how where do i how much independence to give how much Mm -hmm. influence to have um 
it, it's just such a it's a fine when to line. offer my opinion and when to let her figure it out on her own yeah like when is the right time to let them fall yes. when's the right time to pick up when's you know it's so hard to know um all of those things because you know that there is five years of of that um before really they really do are ready should be ready to kind of go out on their own although they can come they're able to come back and to have a safe place to fall but it's it's just um it's a new it's a new beginning and although that they've kind of already started that it is a the age it, it kind yeah. of it's like that age of it, it kind of tells us that it's just um it's really really interesting isn't it it is it's very interesting mm-hmm. and um and uh i'm learning i'm learning tons of things about myself mm-hmm. tons of things about her mm-hmm. and um it's very humbling too yes <laughs> Yes, parenting is so humbling. Parenting is humbling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And if you don't think so, wait until you walk around with like, you know, the weight of their world on you for a while. It, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not a dad. So I can't, so I can't speak for dads and I can't get inside of a, a father's mind. So, right. but I can speak at least for, from my perspective as a mom that it seems to me being a mom that you tend to carry everybody's emotional world with you at all times um worrying about um your husband and mm-hmm. his his sphere of influence and then your kids and and their sphere your kids and their spheres of influence and then your own and and it's so hard to try to balance all of that out because you know that you can't control it, but yet you worry and you try not to worry about what's going on, but you know that, um, you know that you want to help, but you can't really. And it's so hard to, it's so hard to, to be there, but to let go. Right. (laughs) And it's, it's just so interesting. I think dads have it where they they go to work. And again, I'm not, I, I don't know, but I'm just reading kind of what my husband, how my husband is. He just, he goes to work, he does his thing and and he's there, he's engrossed in that where I don't really, I feel like I'm trying to, to help so many different people in, mm-hmm. in so many different ways. I never can really focus on one thing. I feel like my energy and my, my physical energy, my emotional energy, my spiritual energy is in 20 million directions at all, all the time. time where it's never really focused in one direction, right. where it's never going in one direction. And so like we're like it's divided and you, you're divided between three. I'm divided between. So that's yeah. even harder. I'm divided between. Well, four with your husband. I'm divided between three. three. So like it's always going in three different directions. And then for sure. Um, hopefully with my priority being Christ first. Um, so I have him. Right. And he keeps me grounded. I have to tell you that if it weren't for, for Christ, I don't know for me personally, I, I don't know how that truth absolutely. would not keep me grounded. I <laughs> but then, but then I have then my directions, my energies get, um, get divided three different ways. 
And sometimes it depends on who's who's the neediest at the time. Because <laughs> it because it, it depends on the day. Absolutely. It depends on the day. Sometimes sometimes it's Luke, sometimes it's Lydia, and sometimes it's Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um then it gets divided and then I I try to help and I try to diffuse, I try to go, I try to whatever it is. And then I tend, or I might have a friend, but then I, but then I have other responsibilities and then I have, and it's so difficult and I don't know, but Andrew gets to go to work and he's so focused because he's, he has to do what he has to do. Right. He doesn't just drop something because he, whatever, because, um, well, it, my my husband goes to work. Right, he's very laser focused here. He's very good at what he does. Right, he doesn't get a phone call. I have a headache. Can you bring me? You know, um, drop everything. Drop what you're doing right now, and come bring me headache medicine. Mm-hmm. No, nobody interrupts him in that way. Mm-hmm. Right, and and so sometimes it's even so difficult to focus on a one task when at any moment you can be interrupted by anyone or anything mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah yeah or just the drama of of a hurt feeling or yeah. trying to soothe that or whatever it is and so many times it just doesn't you don't know how to to make it all work and then you're trying to trying to help make sure that your family schedule works out because you've got all these different activities and and whatever i don't know so, I have, um, I brought in my little book today. I said, my life is falling apart <laughs> and I've got to write down this stuff where it's just going to explode. <laughs> and it's going to take over. Yeah. And um, so I'm hoping, I'm trying, because my mind is so jumbled up all the time, trying to write down, I mean, I can't, I was trying to just keep it all up here in my mind. And I think either I'm getting really old, <laughs> which that's true. I am getting older. Right, every day. Right. And I can't keep it up there anymore. And so I was forget. I'm forgetting things, or I'm just, and I'm getting more and more responsibility, mm-hmm. and I can't. But then the combination of the two, my life is just like, oh my, oh my goodness! I you can't sound exactly like me. I can't do it all. So like, I had to have my book so I can start writing things down as they come up, so I can like start. I have a book. Problem is, half the time I forget my book. <laughs> you forget your book. Yeah, this is not good. So <laughs> I'm going to have to like start writing things down so I can like mark them off. And then as people bring things up, I'm going to write down in my book. And I'm so have been so neurotic throughout my life that I would have to have the same pen or the same color or the same pencil or whatever. I gave myself permission that it's okay to have different colors. <laughs> and if I mess up, it's okay to scribble in it. Awesome. I gave myself permission. How neurotic is that? That is really, really weird. Okay, I totally get that. A little, but I get it. Because when I started my book, which was back in August, um, I tried to keep it all of the same color. And it that that it did not last very long. And now it's it's all different colors. And there are things that I wrote in in August that aren't happening until January. And they're in that August color. And I, I look and I'm like, that's so pretty, but it's going to be so ugly when I get there. <laughs> but I gave myself permission at the beginning, knowing myself. Right. And I was like, oh, that'll just give it more personality, Sarah. Just more personality. Awesome. So that's what I did. I mean... I just know myself so well yes. that I will not keep up with it if I think it's ugly. I mean, seriously, that is so stupid. <laughs> and I know it. I know it, people. I know it. So you've given your permission, yourself permission to to let it be ugly? 
Right. And do not have to scribble hey, things the, out if I don't accomplish. But the beautiful. Yes. It's an owl cover that you gave me. And I totally appreciate it. Uh -huh. Oh. Yeah. So um, I just, it's so funny in my mind how I, how I don't, I don't know, how my life's a mess, how life is messy. And so you have, you want order. Right. But life is messy and life that's okay. Messy. That's what gives it, um, that's what makes the journey fun at times. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us um, be able to laugh and have fun and to join together. You know, if if life wasn't messy and we didn't have fun with it, I'm and 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 go along with each other, right? It, we wouldn't be able to connect. And can I tell a story along with that? Absolutely. I did the tough mutter. You did. Now, if you don't know what the tough mutter is, it's don't tough. ask. Mutter, M-U-D-D-E-R. I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I told my husband that I would do the tough mutter, but it's seriously the hardest thing that I've ever had to do in my whole life. Andy even said that he thought it was harder than a marathon. And, but it, it's almost 12, it was almost 12 miles. It was on an ATV course. These hills and the obstacles, the obstacles on there, I was looking forward to the obstacles by the time that I would get to the, I mean, when I was on the hills, because the obstacles were a reprieve. They were, on the obstacles, there was electricity, and there was things that were claustrophobic, and there was ice cold water, and it was on a 40 degree day, but I was looking forward to these obstacles because of the stupid hills. I'm telling you, it was just straight up, straight up mud, mud. straight up mud, mm -hmm. and and anyways, I, by probably, I think it was mile seven, I, I was hurting so bad that I did not literally, I literally did not think I could take another step, each step I took. Okay. But anyways, on one obstacle, it was, there were bales of hay stacked up. The big up. round ones. Yeah. The big, right. huge round ones stacked up. Okay. And they what was awesome about it, though, is that it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't about com, like how fast you can complete it. It was about teamwork. And it wasn't with just the people that you came with. I mean, everybody was helping each other, whether you knew them or whether you didn't. It was about this thing of really, really coming together and helping people. And so, um, but anyways, I had to run and jump and try to grab onto somebody up up that was already up there and um they had to lift me up which hello who wants what woman wants to be lifted up i don't care who you are right and um by people that you really don't know the only person i really knew was my husband and he these were his friends that we went with and so i didn't know these people and and so that was humbling in and of itself and <laughs> And not only that, these are the people that he works out with and he's a freak. So they're, they're freaks as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not a freak. I'm not really in that great a shape right now. Okay. So it's just not that much fun really to be around people that are fit and you're not. Okay. So anyways, I have to run and you have to jump and they have to grab onto you and lift you up over several bales so you can get up on this bale of hay. Bales of hay are really, really tall. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the... So I'm jump. So I'm running, and I slip on a thing of mud, and I fall flat on my face. Now I'm telling. I'm when I say flat on my face, I mean I'm talking flat on my face, where 
I'm like in the mud. And um, all the people that are behind me, I hear this collective, oh. Andy told me about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, get straight back up, Sarah. Do not be embarrassed. Just get back up. And you, what, else, what other choice do you have at this point? Right. Get back up. So I get myself back up. I mean, I'm humiliated that I get back up and I just do it again. And luckily that time I happened to make, I mean, I make it, but I think Andy had, might have had, I don't remember. But anyways, I got back up and I got over, thankfully. And, um, but here's a couple things that I, that I learned about myself. Um, I did finish that race and every step literally hurt. I mean, I was in so much agony and so much pain. But here's a couple things I learned about myself um, throughout that race. I don't like to ask for help. I don't. I am. I have a pride issue. And I think that um, it's really, really hard in the midst of when you have to show your weaknesses and when you have to admit you need help, you don't, it's really, really hard to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so glad that God revealed that to me, that here I was amongst people who were more fit than me, who knew each other and were more comfortable around one another. And I had to kind of admit, I had to admit, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not as fit as you all. And I need your help. Will you all help me? And I had to do that. So that was really, really good for me to be humbled and to admit that I need help. And so um, that was really good. And how often do we need to do that in life? And the other thing was that those people that I was with were so gracious and so willing to help me. And so many times that we would get to the top of the hill and they were waiting for us. They didn't walk ahead of me. Um, they stayed there. They stayed together as a team and they could have walked ahead, but they didn't. And when people are, sometimes when people could be behind us and we go ahead and we walk on without them, um, we can we can make them feel inferior and they never did and um or when we have to ask for help um we can make them feel inferior and they were so gracious and loving and they never did and it was just about you know helping somebody um and and the encouragement that i got although i didn't like it was much needed because i didn't like that feeling of inferiority but it was good it was good god was like sarah this is good um you need to allow yourself, you need to allow yourself to be encouraged and you need to allow yourself to, um, to be humble, to be humble, um, to admit when you're weak. Um, and it's okay because you're not going to be great at everything. And I was like, oh, okay. Got that. Um, and, um, the other thing is, um, even when things are painful and even when things are hard and even when you don't think that you can make, make take the next step and even when I didn't think I could take the next step, you can and I could. It was one step at a time. I couldn't sprint. I couldn't even run, but I could take a step. And 
sometimes I had to stop and I had to slow down, but I was still able to complete the race. And life is like that. I think that there are times that I think that things are too painful and I can't go through, I can't, I can't complete it. I can't finish it. But, um, but you can, and Mm -hmm. I can, because it just sometimes is one step. It could be a very small step, um, but it can be completed. Um, And it was so worth it because I got to go home and I got to say, I finished that race. Luke didn't think I could finish it. Lydia didn't think I could finish it. And Andy didn't think I could finish it. And I got to say, I finished it. And um, because when you look at the stuff that's online, which I hadn't done before I signed up for it, because if I had looked at it, <laughs> you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it. I have to tell <laughs> if you. If she looked, she wouldn't have started. Let alone exactly finished. Right. <laughs> and, um, but they had looked at it all. And so they said, there's no way the mom's going to do that. And they all kind of said that beforehand. And I was like, I'm going to finish that race. Right. And that's kind of what motivated me and the prayers of people. Once they found out what I was doing, um, they prayed for me. And, um, and so with the help of other people around me and prayers and the willingness to say, I'm going to finish this no matter the cost, no matter how painful, I'm going to do it. Um, and Andy was with me every step of the way too because he never left my side, which was really nice. Um, I was able to do it. So I think that that's so much like life. It and is. that Tough mutter is such a great um, lesson for me that when, even when things are tough and even when things are painful, you can you can do it. You can persevere. Absolutely, I, I highly admire you for for doing that. Um, your husband, <laughs> uh, Lydia, stayed with me while you guys did yeah. the race, and then overnight. So um, Andy came to pick her up on on Sunday afternoon, and he's telling me about it, and I'm just looking at him, going, "Yeah, I have the highest highest admiration and respect for you two because." I wouldn't even sign up for that. <laughs> now, I was in bed <laughs> for two days. Yes, I saw you on Monday. <laughs> yes. Yes. I spent Still, every movement was was painful. Painful. Yeah. yeah. It hurt my knees really, really bad. Um, but, you know, I've had four knee surgeries on my left knee. So. Right. Um, yeah. But I am completely glad that I completed that thing. Okay. You know, you know, I did see people drop out. Mm-hmm. You know, like people dropped out, um, but you don't get the T-shirt at the end. That's right. I've seen. And I, I saw you wear your T-shirt. You were sporting it pretty well. Thanks. You know, you can go to marathons and get the T-shirt beforehand and stuff like because mm-hmm. Andy's done marathons. And I've seen them go to the expo and get the T-shirt beforehand where like you get you just pay for it and you get it. And I'm not I'm not knocking that. I mean, that's great. And I thought, well, I mean, I'll still get a T-shirt whether I finish it or not. You don't get that headband it's a, it's an orange headband and you don't get the t-shirt unless you actually complete, complete the race so um i am i actually completed that thing so i actually get to wear it with i mean i finished it absolutely and, and uh, you, you should wear it and be, and be proud of it yeah that thing that thing about killed me yeah about killed me but and i there had been some other people that had done some other ones in some different parts of the country and they said that that was definitely the hardest one wow that they have ever done now why they would do another one i have no idea yeah they're not right (laughs) 
I'm telling you, seriously, the, those mount, uh, the, I mean, those hills were straight up mud up, like, and you, you climbed them up, like you had to just grab onto to um, branches and um, oh my goodness, and anything you could grab onto rocks or anything just to climb. I mean, that's up and down, up and down, up and down for eleven point something miles. Right. Yeah. I'd call it insane, but <laughs> you can call it insane. I'll take that. I'll wear that badge for that. All right. All right. I wear that badge just in my everyday life. <laughs> Remember, I'm a trail mix. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, yeah, you should be proud of that. I'm well, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm humbled. Uh-huh. Uh, you should still be that. I mean, God really did teach me that I don't like to ask for help. I get that. I I have a hard time asking for help. I do. And I don't like to do things that I'm not good at. And so here I am now thinking. I mean, I think that that's part of the reason why I did that. I mean, I'm learning that I can try new things. I don't know if I would have tried the table or hot glued the dress or. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's okay to try new things. It's okay to to fail at something. You know, at least I'm trying something new. Um. And I've never, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of it's my age now and just the whole thing of God burning people pleasing out of me and, and all that stuff. But without trying something, how will you know if, I mean, it's okay to fail because then you at least you tried can, something. Yeah, but you can still be proud of the accomplishment while being humbled by the experience. Yes, absolutely. I get that. I understand okay. what you're saying. I mean, I am so glad I know. I'm trying to figure all that out too, where that all falls right. on. I understand what you're saying, so, but I. But what I'm trying to say is, I am so excited that I did it in the sense of that I am learning to try new things, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be new That's recipes awesome. or putting together tables, and I, I still don't think I'll learn to sew. I don't want to learn to sew. I just is not I'll my sew thing for you. I love to learn to speaking of sewing. I need to make my way back over to your side of town to see if that thrift store still has that antique sewing machine because I still want it so bad. They did yesterday because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is so good to know. Um, there, there's a thrift store, thrift store here in town that has this um, fantastic antique sewing machine that would look so good in my sewing room once I get it and get it um, finished and decorated. Um, And it's $45. $45 for an antique sewing machine that are, they're going for like two or more on eBay. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I I wanted it really bad. I've had my eye on it for a few weeks now. And, uh, We'll see if it's still there mm-hmm. when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Then, then I'll, I'll I'll go buy it for myself. Right, I will because it's so cool. I love that Sarah was like so. Uh, we saw it, and I mean, I fell in love with it the minute I I saw it. I was I was instantly in this. I have to. I, I've got to have that. And so Sarah says that the first time she saw it, that she's like, I really want that. I I love that. That is so cool. And then I realized, and this is, I'm speaking as if I'm Sarah. So she says, and then I realized that I don't sew and it doesn't really make much sense for me to have that in my house. 
<laughs> I don't even sew on a button. <laughs> she hot glues on the medallion. <laughs> That's exactly right. I could put the hot glue gun on the could, on the on the table, and it could. would make a total sense. It could be a hot That's glue right. gun holder. It's a very big hot glue gun holder, honey. It, yeah, I understand, but it'd be very cute. <laughs> a very stylish hot glue gun holder. Yes. But um, so it, it's it's so cool, and I do love to sew, and I I love to to um create things and make things and i would love to have that just on display mm-hmm. in my house mm-hmm. and we'll see if that works out if not i'll be okay with that but um so what i was going to say about the whole being humbled and and asking for help is that i also struggle with asking for help and it took a long time for me to actually realize that it was pride because i had been lying to myself for some time and saying that that was just my strength and wanting to prove to myself that i could do it all myself hmm. That's funny. That's pride. (laughs) You gotta love how how we can be so deceived that our deception makes sense to us. Yes, we rational. We we rationalize. We're so good at rationalizing um, lies and untruths to ourselves that that Mm -hmm. and warping things into a way that we can say makes sense. Right, but I do. I like how you used um, the word deception there. Because it's true. Rationalizing is deception. It is. It is. So, um, yeah, anyway. Nice. That, that's my little, my little two cents. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the music because I'm hungry. Yes. Let's see here. We're Today's gonna go, a little mixed up. We're going to go have lunch today. Normally we have, have lunch. Had, right. And then we record. They were going to go have lunch. And then I've got to go get stuff for supper. And then we're going to go to our kids' fall. fall. Harvest parties. parties. Yeah. And then... You know, which is really just a Halloween party. Right, but they, they don't call them those things. I, That's I don't okay. Know, whatever. Right. And then um, and then we're going to go, and then I have to fix supper, and then I get to go trick-or-treating. You get treating, to go trick-or-treating. And then you treating. get to have your party tonight I get to home. find a movie. We're going to... Uh, we'll pick a movie, and... Um, Wednesday night's normally the night that we have our family eat-out night, but I don't know if I'll decide to just fix dinner and stay home or, Order or what. Order in Chinese. We could order in Chinese. That'd be fun. So Cliff said he's never eating Chinese again. Well, then never mind. So, hmm. Order in Chipotle. Oh, I have a hilarious him. order in Chipotle for him. <laughs> we'll see. All right. But, um, so thank you guys for being on this journey with us. Um, please remember, um, if you're interested, you can vote for us at podcastawards.com. Um, every, once a day, every day from November 1st. For the next 15 days. So that would be the 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Under the entertainment section. Under the entertainment section. And uh, that, that would be cool. Yes. That would that would be cool. And um, and uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Me neither. I really don't know. Anyway. Um, I forgot. Seriously, it's all gone. I, I'm so clouded by hunger right now. I think I forgot my own name. Yes, we can vote for ourselves. We can vote for ourselves. <laughs> That's kind of like the presidential um, yes. thing. Which by next week will be over. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we won't have to hear Sorry. any more of the campaign. I, I do not like, ad, I do not like, like campaign ads. ads. I, don't I don't either. So that'll be good. So it's kind of like we get to vote for yes. ourselves. We can vote for ourselves. I like it. I yeah. like it very much. That's and awesome. we like you. Um, thank you guys again for, for joining us. And we will um, be back next week. Yes. With another episode. 
we will be back next week. Until then, have a great day and or week and um, be authentic with yourself and with others. Bye, guys. Bye.